now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. There's a girl trying to steal my heart and I'm tempted. Even though she could tear it apart, I'm tempted. Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. So happy that you are listening in. And of course, uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. I love this product because it actually can help you get really healthy. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) 31 fruits and vegetables. And uh, I was just reading an article, seriously, this morning about the loss of nutrients in all of our fruits and vegetables, the way that they're grown out in the food supply. Now, this company grows their own, right, to maintain all of that uh, goodness. But I can't believe how much less iron, less nutrients, less everything because of uh, growing everything out of season and making everything bigger. It's just amazing what's happened. So 31 fruits and vegetables in capsules. You're going to love this. You're going to, you're going to feel a difference in about 10 days, 10 to 12 days. Okay. And my kids won't go without it. What does that tell you? Because they don't like taking stuff, but let me just tell you, they like taking this. So make sure you go to balanceofnature.com. Code word is Kate. Okay. Help the show stay on the air. It's a win-win. You get healthy. We need all hands on deck. And your immune system is now aided and abetted by 31 fruits and vegetables a day, which is amazing. Also get over to MyPillow because I think MyPillow gifts are some of the best I've ever given. That's the feedback I get from my family and friends. They love MyPillow gifts. The sheets, the towels, the slippers, everything. So help Mike out because you know what? MyPillow, code word is Kate, but MyPillow is just incredible. So, all right, Melissa, I... Uh, where do you want to start? Where, where do you want to go back to? I should well, say. Let, let's start with this. Okay. The, this is hot. Well, it's not that hot. By the way, this is Midwest Melissa. She joins me every Wednesday. Go ahead. Melissa. <laughs> yeah, I, I've started a little From hashtag Indiana. on. <laughs> I've started a hashtag on my Facebook page. Oh. Indiana life now. There you go. I love it. Okay. So the, the German health minister, mm-hmm. Lauterbach, believes we now have an info pandemic where everything is questioned. I'm sorry, questioning's the problem? Apparently. That's like, you know what it reminds me of? In my city, going to a city council meeting is a problem. Like they made that into an issue. Like if you show up at a city, that's a, that's a bad thing. You shouldn't be doing that. That's horrible. You're, you're a, you're an outraged citizen. So you shouldn't be here. I mean, it's the same kind of nonsense. I mean, what you're talking about is, is the fact that in, so he's saying, if you question, you're the bad guy. You're, you're the problem well, in America. If you're, wow. I, I think what he's trying to say is that there's so much disinformation out there yeah. that we don't even know what to think anymore. And I would like to say to him, well, that's not my problem. Well, that's you created it. You so know, we can certainly do homework and we can certainly do things. And uh, we all, God gave us a great brain. So use it. And I, I, I'll tell you what, the information war going on right now for everybody's minds. That's why I have a liner to the show that says, uh, if you found out how much they, they spend on you to brainwash you, you'd feel really special. <laughs> it's the oh. truth. Oh, man. I'm oh going to have gosh. to start feeling more special. Question everything. Anyway. So, in honor of East, or not East German Chancellor, I just revealed my age, didn't I? In honor of the German Chancellor, who mm-hmm. who's like, question everything, mm-hmm. let's question that whole insurance thing yeah. and Right. All of the, the global warming and the global climate crisis that's causing the problem. Mm-hmm. So in California, if you read through the article, if you get past that first sentence that says, oh, there's so much climate change. Mm-hmm. 
you get into the article and you find out that in California, a thing called Proposition 103, which was passed in 1988, mm-hmm. regulated the rates that insurance companies are allowed to charge for policies. Mm-hmm. So the Department of Insurance is saying, okay, you can only charge this much. And okay. insurance companies, just like everybody else, not that I am a great lover of insurance companies because I surely am not, but mm-hmm. they are also having to deal with increased costs, mm-hmm. increased payouts, and the, the, the dollar amount they're paying out, not that not that it's all this climate crisis. Mm-hmm. It's called inflation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. some of these insurers are just saying, you know what? It's impossible to do business in California. We're not making, we're not, the insurance companies are not a nonprofit organization that exists for your mm-hmm. happiness. Mm-hmm. They are a for-profit business. And if they can't make any money, they just said it's not worth it to deal to do business in California anymore. It's too expensive. So we're going to move out. Yikes. You know, why does this not surprise me, though? Because we've been saying that on the show, look, people are like, you know, will we be outpriced to homes? Banks won't approve. No, insurance companies won't insure. So right. that is where I think they're going to actually take it so that, um, you know, you own nothing and be happy. It's more, I think, about what insurance companies will do. So to what us. the California Senate mm-hmm. is trying to say and mm-hmm. what. So here, here's the statement. Uh, this came from an insurance. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the Consumer Federation of Amer- America, a man named Douglas Heller, said, well, we need maybe we need to rethink the way insurance is operating. Mm-hmm. So here's what he said. If we okay. protect homes with one dollar. Mm-hmm. And we don't have uh, and we don't have to rebuild with emergency funds with five, six and seven dollars after the fact. So he's saying, well, maybe we should offer incentives to people who are doing things in their home or with their home to fortify them so that we don't have to pay out so much, mm-hmm. which I think is uh, now did. Was there anything there that was a discussion about climate change? No. This is a business issue, not yeah. a climate issue. But the headline made it into one, right? Oh, well, the, yeah. yeah. Well, no, the headline was actually that the Senate is talking about it. The first line of the article, though, is oh, oh it's just <gasps> breathless about how climate change is causing all these problems for insurers. Well, well let's pivot over and talk about what's going on in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different in Florida. Okay. And you get the same breathless coverage about Florida. Oh, my gosh. There are just there are so many hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And it's causing so much damage. And it's a look at the escalating costs. It's just going up and up and up. Well, when you actually get into it with Florida, mm-hmm. you find out that insurers in Florida handle 9% of all homeowners' claims in the U.S. Okay but make up 79% of homeowners insurance lawsuits over claims filed. Hmm. So there is this big legal battle in Florida over payouts on homeowners insurance. 79% of the 
the lawsuit, the litigation nationwide over homeowners insurance is happening in Florida. Yet again, Mm -hmm. it's a business decision. Right, right. That I think will bite all of us. I mean, as it it continues to happen. But, you know, like you were saying before, there weren't there weren't that many. I mean, there weren't a, a huge plethora of hurricanes, right? Even though they dramatize to the hilt every single one of them, no matter what it's doing, there's there's not a huge increase, right? Well, uh, it depends on who. You, I, I, it's so ironic. Is In there? the same freaking uh-huh. article mm-hmm. from uh, from Science News, okay, hurricanes may not be coming more frequent, but they're still more dangerous. Oh my gosh! And, you mean like overall could be? Because when we well, get them on land, are. they're nothing burgers. So they are because you have higher population densities. Unbelievable. So if like my mother grew up in Florida mm-hmm. in nine in the the nineteen thirties, mm-hmm. there she remembers long stretches of white beach and orange groves. Yes, which are not in Florida anymore. Okay. So where you have a high population density, of course you're going to have more dangerous storms. There's more people in the way of the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So where where uh, my mom remembers hurricanes in Florida when she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And they boarded up and they yeah. sat tight and they made it through. And I'm not saying they don't do anything. I hope people don't mistake that. I, I'm not saying they don't do anything. I'm just saying they're way over-dramatized for days before... <laughs> The thing happens, and then it usually comes on down. So it's kind of strange how that happens. They 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 really utilize fear porn. So, well, yeah. so this the same article is fascinating because it says the following: climate change is helping Atl- Atlantic hurricanes pack more of a punch, mm-hmm. making them rainier, intensifying them faster, and helping the storms linger longer even after landfall. Okay, and then. The very next paragraph says, well, there really aren't more Atlantic hurricanes now than there were 150 years ago. Mm. And um, even though we had a record-breaking year in 2020, Mm -hmm. there have always, it's always been a cyclical thing. Some years generate many more than Mm -hmm. others. And it just has been like that. Um, Let's see here. There are a lot of things that happened uh, have happened over the past 30 years. Global warming is one of them. Mm-hmm. They won't rule that out. But they won't rule it out because they about, can't rule it in because they can't prove it. They can't. I, you know, I could say it's because oh, everyone in Florida gosh. owns a guinea pig. It's exhausting. You know, At the end of every decade, they told us we would die. Leonard Nimoy told us in the 70s we would all be dead from from freezing to death. It never happened. Obviously, we're all still here. It's just so amazing to me they can keep selling the lie. And it's always in the future. <laughs> it's always could be, would be. Amazing. It, it, it just is mind-boggling. I know. And then I also wanted to ask you about the unvaccinated. Do you think that they will pay more? Well, what do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to penalize. They always like to penalize. So I can see it. I I. I a lot of the the discussion about mm-hmm. that yes. was going on at the very moment when there were mandates and people were not complying as right. completely as they wanted them to. So there was this whole flurry of articles about, well, you know, 
if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to pay more in your health insurance. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's true or maybe it's not. Um, but I wonder, and what the the logic behind it says, well, if you're unvaccinated, number one, you're irresponsible and you're causing other people to get sick. Yep. Not a reason, well, at, not a reason to increase the rate, <laughs> even in the, even in the point, mere like I accusation would, of it. God. At this point, I would argue about that anyway. Like, well, yeah, really, there's no stats to show that. Th we have statistics now. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is, all right. So you're unvaccinated and you get COVID and through whatever reason whatever you end is. up in a hospital, mm -hmm. heaven help you. Mm -hmm. But that's what has happened to you now. You're in the hospital. Is that more or less expensive than getting the vaccine and ending up in the hospital with myocarditis? Right. Which they won't even take a look at because, you know, that's just. Or cancer. That's just coincidence. Okay. Well, so that's what I'm saying. You know, they, mm -hmm. they pull out, they say, okay, well, look at these unvaccinated people. They're causing, they're causing all these problems. Well, it's an but easy blanket seriously, term. Seriously. Right. So vaccinated people have a lot of problems because of the right. vaccine too. Well, so they're, what they're saying is they're giving a blanket statement that if the unvaccinated get sick, it's because we didn't get a shot. And on the flip side, when the vaccinated go in with all these problems, which there's clear data to show that more vaccinated are going in with all these issues, then that, it, then that is not caused by the shot, but caused by everything else in society and coincidence and magic fairy dust that they just ended up with something. It's so, it really, truly is staggering. I wonder how many medical people actually are questioning that now. Do you think they might be? What do you think? I, I don't know. I'm so I, curious. How... I don't know. Does the ostrich with his head in the sand actually question anything? I don't know. I, don't know. I give up. I don't honestly know. I, I don't know enough medical people. But I had another another thought as I was reading through some of this and mm -hmm. studying and, and looking at the issue. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that healthcare insurers would rather see people dead? Mm-hmm than to have to continue to pay out for them. Mm. Mm. And and I there there may be some of that as well. I some of the statements are so, you know, uh, Mr. German Chancellor guy. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why we question everything. Statements like this. Per the analysis, there were more than 110,000 preventable COVID hospitalizations among unvaccinated individuals in June and July, costing the U.S. health system a total of $2.3 billion. Hmm. How do they know that? Yeah. That's an unprovable number. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. How do you know that they were preventable? Seems to me, <laughs> vaccinated or not, mm -hmm. everybody got COVID. Well, whatever that is. 98 symptoms, so everybody had something. Um, everybody, everybody had something. something. Everybody and a gets certain something. percentage of them ended up in the hospital. It's the only, it's the only uh, thing where all 98 symptoms apply, so it can be anything. Now, if you have strep, it's, it's a couple of things, right? Everybody knows it by a couple of symptoms. That's how they, you know, you go in and the doctor's like, if you have these couple of symptoms is what you have. Not with COVID. I call it blovid. Not with that. No, no, no. It's everything. Isn't that convenient? Check the AI, Kate. It's everything. Yeah. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Share the show. The podcasts are at the bottom of KateDalyRadio.com. Do you hear the crowd cheering as the ball hits the hardwood floor? 
this is the moment. With only five seconds left on the clock, you pull up for the game-winning shot. You watch it soar through the air, just for it to fall short because of the exhaustion from playing all night. Don't let this be you. Fuel your body with whole fruits and vegetables to play hard through the night and end the game with a swish. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Make the world go away. I know you're feeling this song. <laughs> I know. I, I swear the temperature of America is like, please make the world go away today. I'm with you. 100% on that. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, you're listening to the Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, people have been sharing the podcast, uh, almost 23.5 million listens. What? In the, just the last few years. So go to katedalyradio.com, go to the bottom, and you'll see SoundCloud, and you'll, you'll be able to just listen to that uh, right from your phone or your computer. And they're cut up into segments, and you can share the show. And I there's so many good topics we've covered and so many different uh, things that we've exposed because we have the freedom to do it. I'm not bought and sold radio. Nobody owns me, but me. And, uh, and that's what I love about Melissa and Susan and, and, uh, uncle Milty. We, we are probably one of the last few of the shows that's uh, live on the air. That's not owned. And I so love that. Can I just tell you? All I right. Let's see. Nobody's paying me. <laughs> right. We do this because we love this country. That's why. And so that's why you'll get stuff you hear here, but you won't hear a lot of other places. All right, Melissa, let's talk FEMA for a moment. I don't want to, but let's talk FEMA because FEMA. Well, it, this is this is very interesting. So every year after National Preparedness Month or mm-hmm. during National Preparedness Month, FEMA does a survey, a national household survey. And what they're trying to do is assess the nation's uh, progress in building a culture of preparedness. Hmm. I would like to advise FEMA on some topics I wish they would look at. Things like hardening the electrical system mm. against an EMP. Yeah, that's notice not notice they're how they're at. not very busy doing that. And by the way, they cropped no. up when, with Homeland Security and uh, they don't have a constitutional um, avenue to even be in existence. Well, this is so fascinating. They're, they're, so they published this and when they get the, all the data in, they publish kind of a digest of their information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Here's what it says. I think this is fascinating language. What's you have that? to really pay attention to words because okay. in with these folks, words matter. Yeah, they do. What they are reviewing is perceptions mm-hmm. and experiences that influence people to take steps to become more prepared. So um, do people... you have a perception that you should be prepared? Um, or I think people have, have you had an experience that has led you to that conclusion? Mm-hmm. You know what? Go to prepare with Kate. Go get some things under <laughs> your belt. And you know what? FEMA can just go. I can't even say it on the radio. Look, 
You know, it's so funny how they justify their their existence. It's like Planned Parenthood trying to justify its its, its existence. And FEMA, from what I understand, just messes stuff up whenever it goes. And then, of course, you have all the problems with FEMA, FEMA and a lot of people think it's a laundromat, that it's just this big black hole of money. And so they have to justify, you know, well, some sort of something. Take, take your cue from Maui. Yeah. Like they didn't get much help from FEMA. They did. There not. were there were people that were helping, but it wasn't FEMA. Yeah. Yeah. It was the people. It's always the people. The people will step in and help. It's like it's kind of like in Texas when they called the the Red Cross the Red Lost because there was money that couldn't be tracked. People couldn't get things. And who came to the rescue? Churches, people, people, neighborhoods, people, churches. Yep. That's a, that's about that's who came to the rescue for people. And. And that is, if you read this FEMA document really carefully, mm-hmm. that is embedded in there. Mm-hmm. They want, they, the, I, I, I don't, I think there are some people in FEMA inside mm-hmm. that really do provide good information about preparedness. They really want people to do that. But we don't need them to do it. Other people can, right? So that's it's not correct. Like we need... I, I do believe that also. Yeah. But the other thing that's fascinating about this document mm-hmm. If they really believed that climate change was so bad, why do we not see any indication of that in their preparedness documents? <laughs> That's such a great point. You're right. Oh, you're so right. What Never really thought you... about that, but you're right. I've read through FEMA stuff. You're right. They don't. Well, I, I took a minute just as an That's example funny. here. Okay. They were looking at the risk assessment for power outages. Uh-huh. And I... My risk assessment for power outages is somebody's got the master switch in their hand and they're going to do a climate lockdown and they're going to shut it off. Mm-hmm. How do I prepare for that? Yeah. FEMA. Yeah. yeah. Isn't but that funny? But if you funny? read FEMA's list, what they're concerned about mm-hmm. for power outages mm-hmm. is fallen trees and wind and lightning strikes and mm. heavy snow and equipment failure. Nowhere in there right. does it say climate change. Thanks, Melissa. Midwest Melissa. Melissa Smith from Indiana. Thank you for that that hour. Really appreciate a lot of food for thought. That's so interesting. You're right, though. Just like mortgages don't have it in there either, and they wouldn't lend money if it was. Huh. Anyway, be right back. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by... 